Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to some other useless podcast with Richard Wigand. I am Richard Wigand. And yeah, I've taken quite a break from podcasting. And this show is going to be kind of like a really short sum up show to explain my whereabouts and to explain exactly what may lie in the future of this show. When I began this podcast, it was like my only way creatively and uh, to get my opinions out there what I what I originally set out to do of this show and right from the get-go it did not turn into that ironically it turned into a whole bunch of podcasts about streaming the different kinds of streaming services right from the very beginning of the Black Widow situation with Disney Plus pulling whatever they're pulling and you know I'm in the second season of the show. Like I said, at the beginning of it, we were having fun. I knew I didn't want to get political. I just wanted to get my ideas out there because I was writing, but I wasn't necessarily filming because I I was really stuck. You know, you've heard of writer's block. I've had filmmaker's block for like the longest time. I can come up with ideas. I can write down brief scripts and since the uh, beginnings of short-form video, it's kind of like maybe I should have utilized that more to my advantage in 2020 to really further what I wanted to do when people were really taking off because people were home, watching stuff, doing stuff, having fun, some, you know, some having fun to take their minds off everything that was going on around them. Pandemic hit like that and put people in a panic. And now, past few shows, I've mentioned that we now have a parallel universe, which seems to be the trend. And in this universe, we now have where it's kind of like pandemic stuff, but due to the writer's strike, many of your productions have halted. Some have continued. You know, they, they get in the news for continuing, and it's been a big controversial thing of Deadpool 3 continuing what they're doing. Because they now say that Ryan Reynolds, who plays Deadpool, cannot ad-lib. Because writers won't be there on set to make changes to the script or whatever. So anything he says can't be added to the movie. Now somebody has since then come forward and said, Well, you know, you do know that the ad-libs don't happen on the set. Deadpool is mainly ADR and that stuff can be done in the studio. I still haven't seen Deadpool. I, I'm interested in it a little bit. It's weird of what takes off on this whole new landscape of filmmaking in the realm of comic book movies. Because it's weird that Deadpool takes off as this really big thing. But like the guy said, it's mostly a voiceover. And I'm thinking the whole time, how distracting is that going to be knowing that that's not what he's saying this whole time. He's, you know, he can act, do different things, I guess, accordingly to the script. But in the original ones, I don't know how they filmed it. You know, but they liked it. You know, people, of course, will like stuff like that because it was an original take of filmmaking. Now it seems to be the new norm of stuff like that. We've gone through James Gunn. We've gone through the different kinds of versions of Thor. Marvel has really taken a big hit. It's the same stuff. This is exactly why I haven't been doing a show. Because there's this 
whole burnout. Another thing, the, the, the key word for today is irony, everybody, because at the same time of this Marvel burnout and the writer's strike, nobody can do anything. I'm having a burnout on this podcast. At the same time, though, I have been writing, and I actually have been doing things, just like I did in the other writer's strike in 2008 that lasted for 100 days. We're now in, like, week seven. Now, by the time this recording will hit, we'll be in week eight of the writer's strike. They <laughs> they deserve to be paid for their work. And we are now in this world of streaming, as I mentioned in all the shows, but mo most recently, if you really want to boycott streaming and or you want to or you want to support the writers but you don't want to boycott streaming but that's what their thing is the movie studios are always going to be ahead because if they're not cranking out new stuff they're making money in odd ways and not paying people i mean disney has now removed a whole bunch of stuff for tax reasons and so they don't have to pay residuals to these people who are part of these productions they're saving money in all kinds of evil ways that's just Disney. That's just, that's the one we know about. I'm stuck in a position where this has actually fueled me to write. This is a coincidence, of course. I have been part of Clapper for a couple months going into before the writer's strike hit. I've been writing and writing and creating different things and still experimenting with what Clapper is. And that's for me. You know, I, I, I support the writers but at the same time, they don't know who I am, and I'm not really big for them to want to know who I am yet. So it goes in a circle. You know, how inspiring can it be that you want to be a writer? I want to work with big studios and write scripts maybe one day. But then it just seems to be that look what happens when you get that far. So we have that. We have the Jonathan Majors situation, which took down Marvel. We talk about this stuff every, every week, but... Here's the interesting thing. A movie premiered last week. I still don't know the box office results, but you know what? I don't care about the box office results because I don't really care about the movie. The movie's called The Flash, and it stars Ezra Miller. Okay, so many problems going into this. I am more, I guess, of a Marvel fan, which, you know, I grew up with Batman. Michael Keaton and Tim Burton and then George Clooney was strange and Joel Schumacher's take on Batman was strange. Val Kilmer, I think that he did make a really great Bruce Wayne and interesting voice for Batman. But like I said, George Clooney was a weird one. Once Christopher Nolan took off, it kind of became its own thing. And there wasn't really this whole talk of DC Comics when Christopher Nolan was making his trilogy. The DC Universe kicks off with Zack Snyder stuff, which is called the Snyderverse. I've only seen one film from the Snyderverse, Man of Steel, and yes, Henry Cavill is a pretty great Superman. And it's been taken away from him because now James Gunn, who's taken over at DC, wants to go into a different direction. But guess what? Because of the riot strike, none of that can happen quite yet. 
So there's still been an uproar about Henry Cavill not getting to be Superman, and rightfully so. The other characters I never really got into, well, I take that back. We did watch Wonder Woman, because my dad is a fan of the Wonder Woman show, so we got the movie. I got a 1984 Wonder Woman, we haven't seen that yet. So we're part of oh, Shazam, but <laughs> it's weird that I keep mentioning these movies, but none of them are going to be tied to each other. Because now the universe has restarted. Christopher Nolan stuff is not part of it at all. At least when Marvel found out that they, hey, we screwed up with the Spider-Man stuff. So the third Spider-Man, No Way Home, tried to connect the dots to the other Spider-Man. Because that explained the multiverse. And then there's such thing as the Spider-Verse, which is not just, you know, alternate. It, it really explored more into not just alternate universes, but alternate universes where different characters can be Spider-Man, which is too comic booky, and really I don't think would fly as a whole live-action thing with the stuff they do in the Spider-Verse, because I think that's part of that style of the Spider-Verse. So it's like, when you get from A to B, the guys behind Spider-Verse... Uh, which is now across the Spider-Verse. Um, Sp Spider-Verse, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. That's done by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who were done, who uh, who did the Lego movie. They were tapped to be the ones behind the Han Solo movie, but they were fired because they made it too jokey. So they get Ron Howard to come in, and yeah. Are people still talking about Solo? Not really. People were, weren't really back into Star Wars stuff until The Mandalorian, which was this whole original take on characters that, yes, existed already in, the, in this Star Wars universe, but then also mixed with new characters and nostalgia, and people just seem to love it more than what... Ever they were trying to continue with the J.J. Abrams stuff. Now they're restarting that. So yeah, a lot has happened. But thanks to the writer's strike, a lot will not be happening. Marvel has been canceling films right and left. Delaying Disney Plus series right and left. And getting rid of Kang altogether is what their, now, their new idea is because they, they dug themselves into a pretty big hole really going all in on somebody that you know there's there's controversies around Jonathan Majors but at the same time there's controversies around Ezra Miller which brings me back to the Flash situation the big lure of the Flash because it does it is supposed to explore a story arc in the comic books called Flashpoint in which the universe is where in the in that original comic book universe, when I first heard about it, before this director of the It movies came into play, the universe starts as Bruce Wayne's parents are still alive. And in that universe, it's not Bruce Wayne that becomes Batman, it's going to be Bruce Wayne's father. And Bruce Wayne's father has been portrayed in many DC movies, long before they were really heavily calling it DC movies. DC's always been attached to it, but people really, weren't really calling these things, these universes, until they all started trying to connect, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Justice League, of course, 
is what introduces everybody, Ezra Miller, as The Flash. But the CW already had a show called The Flash, and we're currently watching it, my family and I, because I've been wanting to watch this show for years. The CW had something going on for it called The Arrowverse, starting with the show Arrow, which is actually Green Arrow. The show is called Arrow, and that launched The Flash, Flashed Help, Supergirl, and then the two of them together, The Flash more so, transformed into The Legends of Tomorrow. All this stuff, all going on, on television. Not in the theaters, on television. So if you've been watching The Flash on the CW, I have no idea what the lure is besides Michael Keaton for the Ezra Miller Flash. Let alone, Ezra Miller has some bad things going for him as it is. It's almost like you can't, you can't just say, well, Grant Gustin is the better Flash because of this. And Grant Gustin is, not, is, is way, way better in this way. And he's just a much, much better person. Or, or however you, whatever kind of take on it you may get to, you can just put down the movie Flash for whatever it is, the movie Flash, but then Ezra Miller has some crazy things happen in his life in the public eye that people really kind of like don't want to talk about. Weird things they don't want to talk about. So therefore, it's not like he's he is in a way getting away with it, but at the same time, he has gone through the proper procedures. He's made statements. He's crazy. I think that he knows something within the industry about somebody that can know somebody and he knows things about them and they're like yeah Ezra Miller he's the star of The Flash we're not going to stop that The Flash is the best movie Tom Cruise loves The Flash movie he's he's seen it like a month or so ago really really loves The Flash and it's almost like why is Tom Cruise really crazy about The Flash hmm could that be the one? Could that? Could he know something about? I mean, he's linked to Johnny Depp because he's in one. Of, he's in a few of the um, Fantastic Beast movies. He plays a character, which looks like he's playing a little close to himself. But, anyways, I have always been wanting to see the Grant Gustin Flash, and there was a television show in the early '90s, and they're really clever about tying. CW Flash to that one. Because fans love stuff like that. So you had multiverse things. You had alternate universes. What is called in the DC Comics world. Infinite Earths. Where you, you go into these universes. And you have these parallel universes. Where this person over here is one thing. This person over here is another. So the guy. The, the director behind the Flash movie. Decided to go into a different direction. He did not make Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played Bruce Wayne in the Snyderverse, because they're picking and choosing whether they're continuing the Snyderverse or not, because no two continuing Henry Cavill as Superman from the Snyderverse. End of that. Aquaman, Jason Momoa, he still has a movie coming out. That's taken some heat. Since then, Amber Heard's been... Cut out of it, cut back in, cut down to size, whatever. Again, linked to Johnny Depp. 
and Wonder Woman, they decided to go into a different direction, scrapping the third one completely. Now they want to reboot and completely recast Wonder Woman. Shazam, their sequel was like made for nothing and kind of wondering, hmm, why didn't people respond to this? Well, because people went into it knowing that it wasn't going to connect to anything. What is the point of watching it? I enjoyed Shazam, the sequel. Actually kind of enjoyed it more than the other one. Um, or about even. You know, just in terms of, I think, consistency. If you follow along with the comic books or follow along with the comic book movies themselves. So Shazam's not part of it. So we, and, and this Ezra Miller is from the Justice League Snyderverse. He gets to have a movie. But it's still up in the air whether or not there's going to be a sequel. But there's talks of it. And there's talks of Ezra Miller still being it for some reason. And then the the director, he has been tapped to direct the next Batman movie, The Brave and the Bold. Because they really, I think they knew that. I think they knew that for a long time. And they're just waiting to announce that. Um, almost like a little, they should have waited a few days after the Flash box office to go, oh yeah, the box office results came in for the Flash. And people really like this and Andy Machete. And that's why they're going to consider him to be the director of Batman. No, they already know this before going into it. And it's kind of like, why would they, how would they know that? Why would they really get on board with knowing this guy unless some dealings are happening behind the scenes where they're like, we're going to have this guy make these movies no matter what. And they're still continuing the Robert Pattinson Batman. They still have the Penguin series with Colin Farrell. DC is still going to be inconsistent. Joaquin Phoenix is going to have a sequel where he's playing the Joker, along with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, which we now have to say goodbye to Margot Robbie. Because all this stuff, because she, she got her movies. But still, I guess Birds of Prey didn't do all that well. I don't know. Um, the Flash movie. I've heard rumors about cameos in it, and it sounds interesting to me, but I t I'll tell you, I can't stand the guy who plays the Flash. And I can't understand why people are more on board for his Flash than they, they really think that he, that the character belongs to him. No. Watch the CW. The character belongs to Grant Gustin. And I don't know if Grant Gustin is in it. I haven't really heard too much of that. Ezra Miller did pop up on the Flash TV series, which coincidentally had their last season in the same year as the Flash movie. I don't know. It's just it's just really weird of timing of all this stuff. So I don't think there really is much more to discuss. I've getting really heavily into doing Clapper stuff. Um, that's where I put more of my energy to. I'm not ready to call it quits 100% on this podcast. But I've just kind of been tired of talking about the same stuff until something really interesting came along. You know, it'd be nice to talk about the writer strike being over. It'd be nice to say, I hope the Flash doesn't make as much money as they want to. I can only hope that it fails because, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 proved otherwise for Marvel. It actually was a success, which doesn't really mean anything anymore because James Gunn's no longer at Marvel. And Disney Plus is not only, or Disney hasn't hasn't only delayed a lot of their movies like Marvel, but they also delay Avatar three. That thing's never going to come out. 
is going to come out in 2024, and they're still putting it off. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible Part 2 of the sequel that's coming out this year. That second part is like 80% done, and they've stopped production. So this writer's strike is really, really important to consider of what these writers are demanding, and I just want a great result. I can only hope for the best of them because I want to one day work alongside them. So uh, a lot of the best people that I look up to that inspire me are not only writers and part of the guild, but like strong supporters of other writers, part of the guild. And yeah, that's that's the universe that I would like to be part of. So yeah, I think we're going to call it quits for now. Uh, pretty short. Just want to do a brief sum up. Might come back to an uh, episode next week to see if anything has changed. But I just want to check in, let you know everything's okay. I'm just, you know, adjusting to what's going on in my life versus creatively what's going on in my life and the whole clapper situation. Hopefully, more things will uh, come up on that. But yeah, I appreciate everybody who's listened thus far. If you haven't already subscribed, you can check out iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I appreciate everybody has listened. We'll see where this goes. You know, hopefully big things will happen for me on Clapper. I can come back on here and explain like really great results and really life changing things. I can only it's the only app that I'm using right now that's actually giving me hope because I'm within a small community of really, really creative people. It's really helping me along, and I'm going to try to get bigger and better. I can only go from there. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening, and yeah, hopefully you'll hear from me next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.